0: Buenos dias, gracias. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 14th of December, 2023. Quick summary. What's going down in Spain? After months of debate, on Tuesday the 12th, the European Commission, headed by Spain, unveiled a proposal to use the profits derived from the frozen Russian Central Bank Reserve funds. These assets were frozen in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and mostly affected EuroClear a Belgium-based financial services company holding about 191 billion euros in Russian sovereign assets. The EU can't give the money to Ukraine as it legally belongs to Russia. However, Brussels believes that it can tax the profits that the money generated by sitting there and use that to help Ukraine. Still, the proposals need backing from the 27 EU countries to pass, and France, in particular, is extremely worried about Russia's response. Continuing with Russian sanctions, earlier this year, EU leaders announced that it was better to reinforce sanctions against Russia rather than pass new one. However, how successful have they been? Well, not so much. A report coordinated by a Dutch investigative platform called Follow the Money has revealed that sanctions against Russia have been ignored in football, meaning soccer. The investigative report, of course named Offside Deals, revealed that despite EU sanctions on Russian entities due to the invasion of Ukraine, Russian football clubs have sold players to 28 European football teams, exceeding 300 million euros. Some notable clubs involved include Real Sociedad de San Sebastián and Italian teams in Turin, Bologna, which bought players from FC Dinamo, Moscow, owned by the sanctioned VTB bank. Next, Vox leader Santiago Abascal Known for his provocative comments and not being so smart, fueled more controversy during a trip to Argentina this week. He visited Buenos Aires because Javier Millet, the nutcase and Argentinian president recently elected, personally invited the Vox leader to his inauguration. While there, Abascal held meetings with Millet, Victor Orban, big eye roll there, prime minister of Hungary, and Eduardo Bolsonaro, Brazilian politician, former president. In an exclusive interview with Clarín, one of the largest daily newspapers in Argentina, Abascal criticized Pedro Sánchez, the Spanish president, saying Sánchez lacks principles, adding that there will be a time when people will want to hang him by his feet and hold him accountable. Abascal's comments about holding Sánchez accountable didn't trigger much outrage. Instead, it was his explicit remark alluding to hanging him that provoked anger from fellow politicians and the general public. Partido Popular, or PP, Vox's closest ally in parliament, has remained silent on Abascal's creepy, horrifying comments. Here's the latest update on the amnesty agreements. On Tuesday the 12th, Congress began the process for the amnesty law thanks to the alliance between the central government and the independent parties. Still, this doesn't mean the grace measures for convicted Catalan ministers And people involved in the 2017 Catalan referendum will be put in place immediately. On the contrary, they will be discussed in Congress at length. There could be more delays once it goes through Congress, as the Pepe has a majority in the Senate and could delay the implementation of the amnesty for up to two months. Speaking of delays, former Catalan President Charles Pichdemont was accused by the Spanish government of breaking its commitment to grant official status in the Council of the European Union to Catalan, Gallego, and Basque languages during the Spanish presidency of the EU. This promise was part of the agreement between PSOE and pro-independence parties for Pedro Sánchez's inauguration as Spanish president. However, the official status estimated to cost $123 million for the three languages, is currently awaiting a legal report from the Spanish government, which will now have to be granted by Belgium as they take over the EU presidency from Spain going into January 2024. Meanwhile, a proposal in the EU COP28 climate summit in Dubai underwent two revisions this week with lots and lots of discussion backlash. Tons and tons of drama. On Wednesday the 13th, almost 200 countries, compromising COP28, endorsed a revised plan outlining Phase out of fossil fuels by 2050. Unlike the initial proposal from Monday the 11th, it suggested a reduction rather than a replacement of fossil fuels. Last week, PISA results shocked many countries. It showed that worldwide educational competence in math, science, and reading was generally lower in 2022 compared to 2018. An analysis by Esadecpol and Save the Children revealed that in Spain, economic and gender inequality could worsen this lack of competence. According to the most recent piece of results, for the most part, Spain demonstrates higher educational equity than the average for Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or OECD, and EU countries. So that's good. However, disparities persist, especially in grade repetition. The report reveals that the poorest students with families in the lowest 25% income bracket are almost three times more likely to repeat grades than those in the top 25%. Gender also played a role in the PISA results, with boys repeating twice as often as girls with similar academic performance. The report attributes the gender gap to students' behavior, attitude, and teacher bias. Spain also stands out for having the fourth highest percentage of students repeating grade at almost 22%, though this figure has decreased by seven points since the 2018 PISA. Now, let's head to the southern tip of Spain, where the UK and Spanish relations are currently hinged on the use of an airport, José Manuel. Alvarez, Spain's foreign minister, stated that a post-Brexit deal on Gibraltar has boiled down to an agreement concerning Spanish citizens' use of its airport. The status of Gibraltar, a British territory, has been especially contentious since the 2016 Brexit vote. Spain proposed a deal to the UK featuring free movement, border removal, and airport use, but an agreement has not yet been reached, probably because the Tories in the UK are so dumb. A festive season is well and truly upon us, and for major cities across Spain, that means a huge emphasis on festive lighting. Catalonia's capital, Barcelona, is a shining example of this, especially on the Passage de Gracia, its famous shopping street that millions of tourists flock to each year. However, since its opening on Thursday the 23rd of November, the lights have led to some reckless behavior with people walking into the middle of the street and putting themselves in danger to grab a quick selfie. In response, the Urban Guard has increased its presence patrolling on motorcycles and cars to warn people off trying to grab selfies in open traffic and handing out tickets. As great as that picture might be, stay out of oncoming traffic. Speaking of the winter holidays, here's a short roundup of some traditions across the peninsula. Galicia holds its unique Christmas traditions, including carol singing by young people featuring traditional Galician songs known as pancholinias, accompanied by tambourines and bagpipes. Another ancient tradition involves burning a large wooden log on Christmas Eve for good luck. Afterwards, a new log is partially burned and preserved for the next year to guarantee a year of good fortune. In Euskadi, in the Basque Country, they celebrate Santo Tomas Day on the 21st of December with local food markets, a traditional date back to when farmers would bring in their winter produce to market and pay their rent. If you are looking for Father Christmas or Santa Claus in the autonomous region, keep an eye out for a traditional peasant character called Olencero. Instead of riding in on a sleigh, Olencero is a simple character who, according to Basque tradition, came down from the mountains on foot on the 24th of December to drop off presents. Want to know more about the Basque Father Christmas? Link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. A little bit of holiday spirit, we wanted to thank you for listening, learning, thinking, joining us on this thing we call Rorschach. All doing it together. Thank you very much. Hasta la próxima.